You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome into the Juice and Mo podcast, recording this on a Monday night. This felt like a playoff game tonight. It was physical. The Warriors needed a win in Sacramento to get a split. But guess what? Drama down the stretch. And it was the Kings staying composed. It was the Kings playing fast. The Kings playing physical and the Kings getting stops. Draymond Green ejected after getting tangled up a bit with Domanis Sabonis. Gave him a little stomp to the chest. He gets tossed. Sabonis gets a technical foul. They play on. Kings get the job done. They win game two of the first round series against the Golden State Warriors tonight, 114 to 106. They take a 2-0 series lead back to San Francisco for game number three on Thursday night. Yes, the Sacramento Kings up 2-0 on the defending champion Warriors. I'm Deuce Mason. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing, Mo? So damn good. Like, I knew I was going to be excited after any Kings wins in this series. But there's just something different. And you know what you know what it is to do? I think it's because both wins, obviously, have been at home. And it's just something that, obviously, this season, we didn't experience all the time sure. when it came to winning on their home floor. You're right. They had some really disappointing home losses, but the last two have been so, so sweet. Tonight, there was a lot on the line. Obviously, it's a playoff. Every game is important. But for Sacramento tonight... How are they going to respond? We talked to Mike Brown yesterday at practice, mentioned it today. You asked him about it before the game. He said that this series is just going to get more and more challenging. Tonight, the Kings were the ones who responded. You said something to me that jumped out big time after the game. Yeah, I was saying to you that the Kings played like they were the team that was down 0-1 in this series. That's how they came out tonight. Like, they were the team that lost 
game one. And it wasn't desperation. It was pure focus and just that locked in type of energy. Um, and they kept it consistently all game long. And it was a similar start shooting wise for the Kings. They could not hit a three in this game in the first quarter. In fact, they only scored 17 points in the first quarter of this game. Just insane to see them again have a game where they start 0 of 10 from three, end up in the first quarter shooting 38%, 1 of 13. The Kings also had nine turnovers. The Warriors had nine turnovers, but it was just 23-17 after the first quarter. That's what was wild about this game. It's kind of sloppy. What is going on? But they were letting them play. My favorite thing about tonight, the Kings won this game by playing defense. The Kings won yes, this game did. by being physical. This Kings team, although tired at the end when Mike Brown was imploring them to continue to push the pace. Oh, my God. They still pushed the pace. They got rebounds. They got offensive rebounds. This team, at this moment in time, Looks like the team that's younger, faster, mm -hmm. more athletic, more physical. I don't say it. They look a little more hungry. Well, they they look like all those things. And then I think if you just look at them as a team, they look like they the better team. Even though the Warriors might have the better individual players. I mean, obviously, Steph freaking Curry's out there. You know, Clay Thompson... Um, is still able to play at such a high level. And then Andrew Wiggins, who was their guy tonight, 39 minutes, I believe, played by him tonight after not playing for so long. And he was their best player on the floor mm. in so many different ways. You, even though Steph had that big fourth quarter? Oh, Steph was Steph was the best player in the fourth quarter, but Andrew Wiggins throughout the entire game. But that's because Steph was getting stopped Dude. by the Kings slowed down by the Kings defense. Davion Mitchell was unbelievable. Yep. And the one of the bigger takeaways I have through the first two games of this series, the Kings bench has been money. Whether it goes back to that first game where you had Monk and Lyles and Landon Mitchell had good moments. Tonight, Davion and Malik Monk played heavy minutes and they impacted the game. Davion made life so challenging for Steph. And Steph's going to get his because he's a great player. He's one of the best players to ever play this game. But did he make Steph work? Steph looked exhausted at the end of this game. And this is what we were talking about before the series. The Warriors, I think, have more flaws than they've ever had. Mm -hmm. Although they're supremely dangerous, and we know this. Yeah. But they haven't faced a team like the Kings before with constant movement. And the biggest thing I always tell people about the Kings and I heard John Dickinson over at 95.7 The Game talk about this today in San Francisco, and I completely agree. The Kings may not be a good defensive team, but when you watch the Kings play defense, it's never a lack of like will or heart. Nope. It's like miscommunication, or it's, hey, we missed this assignment. Tonight, this team was beyond locked in. Yeah. And they still have moments where it's like disappointing, but man, are they scrambling? The extra effort's there. They're playing physical. All these things that Mike Brown challenged them to do yes. in this series, they're doing it through the first two games. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not only, you know, obviously 
Davion's on-ball pressure and the way that he's navigating over those screens uh, to make sure that he's coming over them. Or a big coming up to stunt Steph Curry or any other guard. Uh, All those fundamental things were just done at such a high level on the defensive end tonight for the Sacramento Kings. And that was obviously because they were locked in. But like you just said, that effort, that will, it goes such a long way. And when you have five guys on the court doing it, five guys buying into that, that is how you can get by with not even having the best individual defenders out there. You got to play physical. If you're not knocking down your shots, what's going to happen? This Kings team, who has been one of the best shooting teams in the NBA this year, number one in offensive rating, we know how lethal they can be from three. The three-point shooting hasn't been there for them in this series. They had a stretch tonight where it seemed like they were getting it going. They end up shooting 9 of 38. The Warriors hit more threes in this game at 13 of 40. Still not a great percentage for them either. But my point is, the Kings have different ways they can win a -hmm. game. The Warriors take away options. They take away the dribble handoffs. Well, guess what we're seeing a lot more of now in this postseason? Let's go a little pick and roll action with Foxy, with Monk, and they are destroying them. Oh, you're going to have Looney try to defend this pick and roll? Okay, good luck. Yeah, no, it's um, it's been really impressive the ways that the Kings have been adjusting to everything that has been thrown at them. And even with the in-game adjustments, it's like they all, like we've said, they're hungry. They all want something, so they're doing everything um correct and it's precise and it's just fantastic with the way that they understood tonight going into this one all right if they're going to take away things from domos we need to make sure we're all moving and i saw like the first couple of possessions it didn't matter if it was De'Aaron slashing through or kevin herter you know with a backdoor cut there's so much movement so many elements to their offense that guys just couldn't keep up that at times i mean when alex len even came in in his minutes he was huge because they would leave him open and it would allow him to just you know yeah dive to the basket okay feed the big fella okay easy too yeah and len ends up only playing in this game eight minutes his last stint warriors go into his own and it totally messed the kings up and mike brown was like i am not messing around with this here in the at the end of the third quarter yeah he put Sabonis back in for that final minute to try to like all right let's calm things down and it was a fragile point of the game the Warriors are making a little bit of push here after the Kings led by 14 but they stemmed the tide and went into the fourth quarter there's just so many angles in this game Morgan another thing that we keep talking about is like if this Kings team is going to have a chance they need to rebound well they need to they're this team is doing things that we are so frustrated with that they weren't doing during the regular season. And they're thriving in the most important point of their season in the playoffs. They're being physical. The the communication on defense has been great. The rotations, the discipline, uh, defending without fouling, all those things you check off. And then you add in the other thing, rebounding. Yep. We talked about before the series, this cannot all fall on Sabonis to be the guy getting rebounds. We got to have Herder attack the glass. You got to get Fox. Everyone who plays needs to get rebounds. The rebounding was tied overall in this game at 41-41, but second chance opportunities came into play. The Kings had 20 second chance points in this game. They had 12 offensive rebounds to nine of the Golden State Warriors, and you look up and down. How about HB with six? 
Sabonis, Sabonis with nine. Herter with five. Fox with five. Malik Monk with six. Lyles with four. Yeah. That, Lyles was in limited minutes. Right. So, Guys yeah. are crashing the boards. Guys are understanding the importance of everything right now. All the little things. And I'm not saying rebounding is a little thing, but when you're going up against the Golden State Warriors, you understand how much of an impact that you really making it a focus to crash the boards on a different level. It's it's doing your homework. It's understanding the opponent. And I just think the Kings have done such a great job of studying up and understanding that. But you know what I think my favorite thing about this Kings team right now that we've seen it pretty much all season long, but to see it in the playoffs is pretty remarkable. And I would say they're poised and staying composed and Alex Len even talked about that when I asked him about the Draymond situation and just, you know, kind of that is one of those things that they have done such a fantastic job of where teams that have played the Warriors in the postseason in the past, you just see the deflation, you see the doubt, and you're not seeing that with the Kings when they go on runs. Well, one thing their mental strength coach says all the time. Amazing. Now I'm probably going to butcher it. He says palms down. Don't what? put your hands up, like complaining, like what the yeah, yeah. palms down. Ooh, calm. I like that. Calm. That's what I need to do. Calm in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the mo- mo- more composed teams. It, uh, more composed team in this game, okay? They brought it. And it was physical. It oh. was chippy out there. Let's talk about what happened in that game with Draymond yeah. Green because obviously that's a big story going into game number three. And there's definitely other angles we have to hit on with this uh, st- this game and this series. But let's talk about it. Um, Looney and, and Green got in a lot of foul trouble in this game. And that yeah. really impacted things, especially when they got into the penalty yeah. in the third quarter early. I mean, they had to put Moody in there, who picked up two quick fouls. I mean, Jermichael Green got some spot minutes tonight. They had to use a little bit of everyone. 11 guys. Yeah, and that's obviously not ideal for the Golden State Warriors. So, Draymond picks up his fifth foul at 1044. Kerr was challenging that. And then, of course, they win the challenge. Then you had the issue at the 703 mark. It's getting physical, getting after rebounds. I mean, I see HB fly in there and kind of bump GP. Clay and, and Sabonis are getting tangled up there. Sabonis is falling to the ground. It looked like he had a little bit of whiplash. Comes down. Grab. I don't even know how to call it. Grab it. Hooks, Bear hugs. Hooks Draymond. No, Draymond Green act like his leg got trapped in a bear claw. Just explain what happened. Okay, so he falls to the ground. Is he covering his head and also in addition to that, maybe hooking the leg to slow Draymond Green down? Yeah, probably. Probably. Sure. I'm going to say that's probably what happened. And then Draymond decides, oh, I'm not just going to like get my legs. I'm going to stomp on Demonis Sabonis. Like it was Stone Cold Steve Austin go, I'm stomping a model in your ass. Oh, hell yeah. All right. The floor did nothing to you. Unbelievable. I mean, one of the more unbelievable things I saw happen, G-Man's calling it, and I'm like, I think that's what happened. But then I'm like, are my Homer eyes coming into play? Did yeah. I actually see him? And Stomp. I'm just waiting for the replay. I see the replay. He stomped him. The and, whole crowd was just in shock. I mean, and then, of course, you have Draymond after, who's just amped up. He's like standing on a chair, a chair, just going at getting... it with the fans. Like, this is like WWE 
hundred percent. I loved the drama. I loved the drama because it ended up in a win for the Kings. Yeah. But one hundred percent loved the drama because they ended up losing that game. But Deuce, going back to your explanation of how things went down, and now I'll explain how things went down because uh, I do think like Domas grabbing or hugging the leg or whatever. Stop. Hugged his leg. Stop. Domas hugging, grabbing the leg, whatever you want to call it. I love it. It's just a, it's like a veteran move. Like you're going to do shit because you don't yes. want though. You don't want to hurt anybody. Right. That's why even with, with Draymond, I would not have cared as much if he had just like stepped and like tried to at least slyly be like, Oh, I had to step on him to get out of it. I had nowhere to go. <laughs> he like found the momentum in the balance to stomp on Domas's body. And that's where I was just like, you don't want anybody hurt. Like, come on, what are we doing? I've been in that situation as a basketball player before. And when you don't keep your cool and you overreact, you do something that you would think you regret, but that's the thing. Draymond does not regret it. And when he talked about it after the game, he acted like he just had nowhere to step. And we're going to hear Draymond's comments and then Clay Thompson too, who had some things to say about it. Look, I know this is a Kings podcast, and we obviously talk NBA too, but people expect us to be like, oh, Draymond, I can't believe I'm disgusted, blah, blah, blah. Supposed didn't do anything wrong. Look, like Morgan said, this is basketball. Yep. I, 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 some of the people are acting as if Sabonis pulled like the dirtiest move in NBA history. It's like, <laughs> stop it, bro. Like I, I, you call it a bear. I, a bear hug to me, Morgan is even, squeezing it. I'm he just ho- he hug. briefly hooked the foot and let's just call it what it is. And this is where I, this is where sometimes we all have to use common sense together. Like Stomping separate fandom is wrong. for a second. Separate fandom for a second. I dream one green one, like kick his leg away, get all pissed off. That's what and, I said. And, yeah, sure. You don't stomp it. You, you don't just, stop him. You just don't. You, you just, just don't. don't. Like, it, it, well, he did it first. Okay. Okay. So I flick Morgan in the. Ooh. If I flick Morgan in the Ooh. forehead, I'm not going to do Good. it. If I flick you in the forehead, and then I punch him in the face, I probably shouldn't punch him in the face back. Even right. though, oh, okay. even yeah, though, right. even if we all believe that he deserves it, like that's not how you handle a situation. It's just not God, but that's what I would want to do. So it was a long review by the officials to take a look and try to figure this out. And to their credit, they did acknowledge that suppose. Oh yeah. He did grab the leg. They yep. end up giving him a technical for it. Um, I, you know, it's so interesting too. I had someone in our discord mentioned like he wasn't even trying to grab his leg. He was covering his face. I, I don't, I, when I, when I heard that point of view, I watched him like, I could see that side of it. But then I'm like, no, he was pro it's yeah. it, it, all those guys were banging down low. It's, they were getting physical. Come on, They're guys. all looking for an edge. Okay. Yeah. And Draymond overreacted. This is what Draymond does. And, and I love the example of, well, if, if it wasn't Draymond, he doesn't get ejected. Cause <laughs> if it wasn't Draymond, this, this, this is Draymond. I mean, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. This is Draymond. This is this is Draymond. This is what he does. These so, are only I mean, a few examples. Uh, what, 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 so what are we saying? Like, of course, yes, yes. It's because it's Draymond, and you because guys, he has a track record of doing outrageous things on the basketball floor. Sometimes it happens. Dangerous I, things, though. That's the thing. Like, there's a difference of being of just being dirty and like being able to find ways to flop, try and pinch someone's back fat, try and pull someone's leg, whatever you want to call it. It's so blatantly obvious 
when he does things because he cannot control that, right? And that's just been part of his thing and yeah. how he plays. Uh, and a lot of guys don't like it, and you don't blame them. But yes, what he did tonight was <laughs> absolutely wrong. Uh, even if he was mad about Domas grabbing his leg, hugging his leg, or protecting his face, head, whatever. I don't even give a damn. Either way, Domas did something, and Draymond overreacted and should never stomp <laughs> on a human being. Yeah, and I, I just wish like sometimes, too, when something like that happens, you can go after a game and be like, look... He grabbed my leg and I'm pissed off. Like, That's it. And I overreacted. That's it. My bad. But instead, there's like, you have to try, like, everyone's trying to justify it. I'm like, there's no justification. No, you don't stop a guy. Uh, well, let's uh, listen to uh, what Draymond Green had to say about it after the game, uh, about the explanation he got from the officials after he was ejected from uh, game number two of this series. As I'm trying to fix the volume here and... Twitter is funny. Okay, here is that clip. Can you just walk us through what happened there? My leg got grabbed. Second time in two nights. Referees just watch it. I got to land my foot somewhere. And I'm not the most flexible person, so it's not stretching that far. So you didn't really see where you were stepping? You just kind of... I, I can only step so far and pulling my leg away. Okay, okay, so I'm just going to pause for a second. So Draymond got ejected at the seven-whatever mark of the fourth quarter, went to the locker room, and after the game, this is the best explanation he could come up with for this. There's only so, where, where can I put my, where did I put my foot? He needed a little PR help. <laughs> I mean, that's the best thing? So, what was, it is what it is. What was the explanation they give, I know they gave him a technical, then obviously you... <clears throat> the explanation was I stumped too hard. <laughs> I think the problem is you stomping in general, just to be clear. I just don't think stomping is in, maybe appropriate. In basketball, yeah, no, yeah. No. Okay. Uh, how hard was the, that impact? Were you surprised that he was uh, on the ground for that long? No, I wasn't surprised that he stayed down that long. <laughs> okay. okay. So you did, you did stomp him okay yeah but he's saying he's not surprised he, yeah i think no, he, he's I accusing it. sabonis here of milking it a little bit oh. and honestly who do, I, I don't know what to believe anymore because the nba to me is the wwe Drama. it is wrestling right we just saw guys get tangled up draymond stomped him shouldn't have stomped him and did sabonis maybe sell it like if he did Sign him. AEW, WWE, sign him because he sold it well. It was a great sell. By, hey, by the way, great stomp. Great sell job. And then the storyline, if it is wrestling, after the game, Woj reports that Sabonis needed x-rays to take a look at his lungs and his ribs. Turns out x-rays came back negative, but they're going to do some more testing tomorrow, just precautionary stuff. Anyway, go on, Draymond. You said two times you've been held with Sabonis both times. No, it was Monk last game. Uh, right on the baseline under the rim. So, either you're going to stop it. Um, John Goble was looking at Monk hold my leg the last game, and he just let it go. And Zach clearly was watching my leg get held this game and let it go. So, I guess ankle grabbing is okay. How, how would you just... Just to be clear, not okay. Uh, the officials probably missed it. They reviewed it and noticed it, just to be clear. 
I, do you think that is an easy thing to spot in real time with how quick that was? We're all watching his instant replay now. Well, but, like, but that's the other thing too. Guys are so sly mm, about mm, things okay. and it was a sly move by Domas. It wasn't the right thing, but it was sly. Describe your actions and the crowd's actions after that. You certainly egged them on. Did you feel you needed to respond to them or were you hearing anything that, that you needed to respond to there? No, I'm just having fun. It's a fun game, fun atmosphere to play in. So, um, it's fun. Okay, so here's the thing with Draymond. And this is, let's all take a step back together. Okay. Look, think about this. What? It's all fun. Dude, this is the playoffs. You guys are trying to win a championship. You can't react that way. You know why he reacted, when I say react, the stomp. The stomp, yeah, yeah. The reason why he was getting into the crowd and everything, he was trying to get, get his teammates amped up because he knew he was getting ejected. Yeah. There's not a, yeah. there's no way he was like, I'm going to be going back into this no. game. So he's getting everyone amped up, and he's trying to get his teammates fired up. Like, it was that Pelicans game all over again when his team was down by 20. He got them all fired up and propelled them to a win. This time around, did not work that And way. really quick, guess what happened in that Pelicans game? There was some stepping, not stomping, but there was stepping. That's what was going down. Mm -hmm. uh, also, before we continue on, let us uh, I want to get to what Clay Thompson had to say um, about what he saw with that play in the game. I thought I hung out. <laughs> I thought I hung out Morgan. Oh, my God. Uh, what, did they what? delete it? No, I thought it was right there. Oh, God. Come on, Deuce. How okay. can you oh, I not found do it. I found this it. on the fly? I found it. My bad, my bad. Uh, here's what Clay Thompson had to say after the game about the Sabonis play. Clay, what was your view of the Draymond Sabonis incident uh, and just the, the the way the crowd was getting into Draymond obviously was was egging them on did that change anything did they change anything the dynamic I mean what are you gonna do when someone grabs your foot when you're running full speed like that's a dirty I just <laughs> fully grabs your foot and yanks on you that's not cool man I'm not saying what Draymond did was right but like can't just grab somebody's foot when they're taking off in a full sprint that's not that's not cool. I don't do that. Like we are. I mean, don't say your guys. That's crazy. Don't, don't say our guys. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Our guys don't do that. He stopped himself. I, Clay, he stopped himself. You don't do that. Does, yeah, you but don't. You have teammates. Was he was he going at full speed? No, he was turning no, no. around to go up the either court. Either way, either way, I under I understood his point, and I thought it was I just thought it was fair how he said and everything. He was calm, cool, um, and that's how he feels about it. And I think that's totally fair. Let's talk about the real thing here. What the real thing about this whole play? Mm -hmm. The Kings getting in the Draymond's head. The oh, Kings. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Is this the veteran team that's been in playoff games? Then Sabonis is a little, little holding your foot for a second. Get in your head and you stomp them and get ejected from a game. You're trying to win when you're trying to get a split on the road. Like, let's talk about composure. So those are things we should be talking about with this. So whatever. Dude, it, it happened. Go ahead. He got in my head. Draymond was definitely <laughs> in my head after that. I was like, oh, this is a lot. This is a lot. And then I got to the point after the chair, I was like, okay. This is just kind of fun because the F you Draymond chance. It was just yeah. like the crowd was into it. Draymond he, sucks. Everyone's chance, yeah. flipping him off. And I'm just like, this is WWE. So I was enjoying that part of the drama and everything. But yeah, now you get to this point and shit's just about to get chippier. So now the question, uh, Adam Silver was at the game tonight. 
obviously I was we were at the game too, so I didn't see the TV broadcast. I don't think TNT was like showing him, but God, I would have loved an ISO cam on Adam Silver. Like as <laughs> this is happening, like what's he thinking? Do you think Draymond gets suspended? Okay. One for One. game three. Uh-huh. Do you think he should be suspended for game okay. three? Um, no, I don't think he gets suspended. Okay. It's uh, okay. My initial reaction is like, yeah, he's going to get suspended and he deserves it. I think we, we allow Draymond to do too much. Um, but at the same time, I don't want that to be the thing that alters this entire Morgan. series. And then when then at the end we talk about, but Sabonis grabbed his leg first and he got suspended for a whole game. I don't want to hear that shit. I want to win the right way. Uh, you know what? I'm with you. Let's go. I'm with you. Play that game, Draymond. Come on. Come back. Play that game. Come back. Come on back. Go play. Yeah. Go go play go, Get game in there, three. Kid. Yeah, I don't want I don't want any excuses. Oh, I got suspended and that changed the series. No, play. You got tossed from it. You hurt your team, um, especially in a chance where, you know, you're trying to win this game. Let's play on. Let's I, go. I will say, I think if it was a regular season game, I absolutely think he should be suspended the next yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. I do, just because I think you as a league need to send a message like, this is, this is so disgusting what you did. Because, again... The reason why you guys, because it was not sly. Like his first step when he, it was against the Pelicans and he went all wild and everything. It was, he tried to slyly act like I was just stepping. No, you knew you're stepping on a human body. This one was like, he couldn't hold it in. It was an overreaction and he stomped the shit out of Domas Sabonis. So like, if you're not even going to try to be sly, then yes, in a regular season game, I'm going to be like, get the hell out of our game. We don't need that. But, um, playoffs. It's getting chippy. If he does that again, I think that's when you, you say no. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious how the league acts. I, I, it's funny reading like the social media aspect from it, and not just from Warriors fans, but people watch who just watching the game just like us. And there's been mixed, like, oh, he should be suspended. So I'm like, he shouldn't have been ejected from the game, which stunned me. I mean, I'm, That's interesting. You, we don't stomp people. I'm, I'm just sorry. We just don't do that. Or if you're going to, like, don't make it so obvious. That's I mean, <laughs> or again, that's, we got to stop with the not make it so obvious no, thing. My, Either way, it's bad. It's all bad, but you guys, that's that is my point though. To like, it is an obvious ejection because it was an obvious stomp. And if it was like a, was it? Was it? Was it just a frustration thing? And he kind of did try to just get away. No, it was an obvious stomp, obvious ejection. So we heard Draymond. We heard Clay. Well, Sabonis had some things to say about what transpired tonight. This is courtesy of Anthony Slater from The Athletic. Dennis, what did you just take us through kind of that play with Draymond there in the fourth quarter? Uh, you know, I'm, I love the competition. I love the playoffs. You know, the challenge I'm taking on the Warriors. Um, you know, I got hit earlier in the, in, in the game in the jaw there. So when I fell, you know, I was kind of protecting myself. And then obviously the incident happened. And I feel like um, there's, no, there's no room for that in our game today. Draymond said that you grabbed his or held on to his ankle and he's trying to did, did that, that happen from the I feel like you know it's the playoffs you know a lot of things happen but at that point you know I get pushed you know I'm, I'm falling on the floor I'm just trying to protect myself you know and then whatever happened happened how are you feeling uh you know uh, the 
the test came came back good. You know, you know, it's a bit sore, but should be good. We'll run some more tests tomorrow. Did you see the video? Oh uh, yeah. What, just when you see it, is, I mean, you lived it, but yeah. when you see it, does it look even worse? Oh, like I just said, you know, love the competition, love everything about you know the playoffs and facing the Warriors. But you know, I feel like that in our game is just it's just it's not that. There's heat of competition, and I mean, does it make you look at him any different? I mean, no, you know, he's a great player, you know, he comes and he competes, you know, he's, he's um, the defending champions, you know, we know it's going to be a, a physical battle out there, you know, so we're just trying to do what we can to uh, to help help my team win, you know. What do you think about the fact that he was kind of egging on the crowd while you're still down on the floor and he's sitting there trying to yeah. put his hand to his ear, let me hear those boos. And wow. I mean, it's, it's, it's Raymond, you know, that's, that's how he plays, you know, um, um, it's his game, you know, um, he's had a successful career, you know, and um, there's nothing about, you know, I just what happened, I just feel like it's not, you just can't have that in our game today. Don't be on the ejection, do you feel like the league needs to do more discipline-wise? Um, you know, that's not on me, you know, that's the NBA, you know, whatever they feel is right, you know, um, they, they will decide. What How important was of, it for you to, to stay in the game, come back and finish it out after that? Of course, you know, you know, um, I'm one of the guys on the team, you know, and I gotta, I gotta finish out, you know, um, it's an important game, you know, it's a game, you know, and we're in a playoff series and um, I'm trying to help my team do whatever I can do to help them win. What did you think of the penalties levied in game? I think it was technical for you, ejection. Yeah. I mean, you know, they they do all the reviewing and all that, you know, and whatever they decided to do. You know. It is part of the game, you know. I'm just I'm just trying to stand on court and help my team. Okay, a little bit to unpack there. Uh, one interesting question from Chris Tavares, which I didn't even like think about. Uh huh. Was yes, Draymond egging on the crowd while Sabonis is on the ground in a lot of pain. Yes. That's an interesting little subplot to that, that that I didn't really think about. But yeah, um suppose grab his leg a little bit. But like let's not act as if like that that grab deserves a stomp. Hey man, that's how that's what happens when you play ball. It gets it gets a little feisty sometimes. You gotta stomp on a guy if he does that. What are we doing here? It's not that's not basketball. It's no. not. Now, I'm also not in the mind, and I know some Kings fans are going to listen to this and go, really? You don't want him suspended? Mm-hmm. No, play. Let's go. Yep. Let's go. Let's keep it going. You got ejected. You move on. Sabonis yeah. is going to keep playing I- because he's a tough son of a bitch. This guy gets banged around, hit in the face, stomped on, mm-hmm. broken hand, and keeps playing. He's a dog. I just don't want, I just don't want the narrative to be like... <laughs> Like Draymond's a victim because Sabonis grabbed his leg first. Because again, not good. We don't need to grab legs. We don't need to stomp on people. Mm-hmm. But if I if we are gonna play the game of like <laughs> which one's worse or happens less in basketball, it's definitely stomping on a human being. The leg grab um happens far more often than it should because it can also be dangerous but at the same time yeah this situation's just weird um and i do love it though because it's just gonna mean chippier fun basketball as we head into chase center game three is going to be epic well we we talked about that we kind of hit on the the bench production all these other aspects uh Let's mention a couple of the numbers from tonight. Sabonis, 24 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, he down 8 of 12 shooting. 8 of 12 from the free throw line for him in this game, too. He had 3 turnovers. Uh, I th- definitely thought Sabonis was a lot better tonight. I'll say this, man. Green and Looney, 
they do a good job on brick him. walls i mean they brick really walls. really make life challenging on him and I, I that's where i give sabonis even more credit is he is getting beat up a lot they're yeah. being extra physical the one play where he had like four guys around him and he still was able to finish that and one around the basket he's getting banged around he got hit in the face once tonight that issue on the court where you know he, he said he was trying to protect himself you know, it did kind of look like when he was falling down, he was trying to protect his face, but he did grab onto the leg, and then he gets stomped. The guy keeps playing. He keeps playing. He he's he's a tough, tough guy. We all know that, right? Like we've experienced this man play through broken fingers and all. And um, I think the Warriors did a fantastic job uh, trying to slow him down, trying to defend him. You know, we, we keep talking about how well the Kings defense did on Steph Curry and just trying to slow him down, not stop him, but slow him down. And they did a great job, but really Warriors defense, all the things that they threw at Domas and just trying to even throw more at the Kings players up at the half court line. That is where both teams started their defensive possessions Dude, was up at that, the half court line. I love it. This is playoff basketball. Yep. They're getting into it. They're picking up sometimes three quarter court. Let's For go. Sure. We're getting into it. We're going to make you work. And that's the one thing with this Kings team that I see an advantage in right now is I think they're the best conditioned team in the NBA. This team, I was telling someone last night at dinner, they play all the games. There's no, this team didn't load manage. They wanted to play. They played minutes. They played hard. They practiced hard. Teams in this league aren't doing that on a consistent basis. And what do you know come playoff time? Jared Fox is ready to play 40 minutes a night. Yep. Sabonis is ready to play 40 minutes a night because they have really train their bodies to be this disciplined to play play at this pace and be engaged all the time it's not hey we play 60 games no every, no they're playing and they're engaged mentally and physically right mm. like they're it's it's really um it's something else seeing them push through when they're running, sprinting up and down the floor because Mike Brown, you see on the sideline, is waving his arm. Go, 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 go. And that pace is going and still finding the way to make that extra sprint, slashing through the paint or that back door on the baseline. It's incredible what they've challenged themselves to do. This team's chemistry looks like a team that's been playing together for a long, long time, too. They know each other. They sacrifice for each other. They played a really fun game. They played playoff basketball tonight. And if there's ever a concern about this team being ready for the playoffs and playoff-style basketball, yeah, they've answered the question the last two games. This, this has not been easy. And it, game three is only going to be... Even it's going to be more physical. Their crowd's going to be into it in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a lot of Kings fans at that game, too. And then it's a desperate team. This is as desperate as it gets. Steph Curry, they've never been down 2-0 in a series. And you, we talked about this early on, just about how Mike Brown was saying what he was talking about when this series is going to get harder and harder. It's the desperation from the Warriors being that wounded animal and, and trying to fight for life, trying to fight for that win. Man, just a big time win. I thought a couple of other things we got to talk about. Uh, the Kings really took advantage of the non Curry minutes in the second quarter. When he left the game, the Kings were, were 
down in this game. He returns, and Sacramento has a lead at 33-27. They went on 19-6 push with Steph on the bench. There are some awesome highlights in this game, too. I mean, Harrison Barnes early in the game being aggressive and having that jam on Clay. Kings are now 0-4-5. Here's another steal. Harrison Barnes drives it, hammers it. The Black Falcon soaring into the night sky on a Monday evening in Northern California with a vigorous rip. Turnover number four by the Warriors. Kings regain the lead. Yeah, turnovers are a big issue in this game. HB with the big jam. HB had some nice plays down the stretch of this game, too. That spin and score he oh had. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. How about Malik Monk's spin on Kaminga? Step back three. Dude, uh. when Malik came in, was that the second? Yeah, it was the second quarter, and he knocked down those three threes yeah. right early on. That was it huge. Was just that that momentum, that spark, that energy, and how you just felt that flow from him throughout the game because then he was like, okay, now I need to attack. And his ability to score in the paint and at the basket is just sometimes so magical. And I, let's go back to HB for a second because I feel like he has played with a little extra edge. I he mean, has. Okay, you're seeing that? Yes. Oh, yeah. And it it has to be exactly what we're all thinking, right? Three, three steals again tonight for yes. him. He had 13 points, six rebounds, three steals, five of 13 shooting. He played just under 34 minutes. And one thing, he's just not hitting threes right now, 0 for 4. But uh, he's being aggressive out there. I thought I think he's been really strong in this series. Former team, um, but... We already know how strong Harrison Barnes is. I swear he just is like bringing his strength to it the next level, though, with going through guys, with the way he's defending. You're just not seeing any moment where he's out there and not trying, right? And not to say like you'd see that before, but you'd see lapses. You're not seeing any of that. I think that's the other thing with him. He may deny it. He may downplay it. I think there's a little extra here for him. There is. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is his former team. He didn't have the best exit ever, right? They moved on from him after a tough finals experience for him. And then they signed Kevin Durant. And since then, he's kind of watched this team go on and win championships, right? Yeah. And he has been on losing teams. And here he is the first time back in the playoffs taking on his former team. And he's trying to have an impact. I think he's been really good uh, in this series. And going back to Malik Monk, Draymond said something on his podcast after game one saying, you know, can't let him get 32. Like, blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing about, I, I think the Warriors, I don't know. Maybe this isn't fair. I felt like game one, they weren't prepared. I think the, some of the stuff they were talking about Malik Monk, I'm going, yeah, I, have you guys watched Malik Monk play this year? I thought that was interesting. He's not just a three-point shooter. Like, he... He can attack. He can beat guys off the dribble. And now, how about this? In a game two, they're throwing double teams at him. Same with De'Aaron. I thought in that stretch you were talking about where Monk got going, they were really being aggressive with De'Aaron. He was finding Alex Lang, Mm -hmm. finding the open shooter. It was a phenomenal response by Fox where it's like, okay, yeah, throw the double team. I'm a good enough passer. And Fox ends up tonight finishing with 24 points, nine assists. He did it on 10 of 23 shooting, two of 10 from three, but had that big three late um, he also had four steals in the game. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox. I mean, it's it's repetitive mm-hmm. what we say about him, right? It's um, fourth quarter comes around and he gets to his spots, but it, it wasn't 
again, just his offense and his ability to get to his spots in the paint, hit those middies, hit those floaters, what he was doing defensively too. And I know we keep talking about Davion, but truly the way that De'Aaron has stepped it up defensively. And then, by the way, with Andrew Wiggins on him for as much as the game as they could keep Andrew Wiggins on De'Aaron Fox, like you saw the rotations as soon as Steve Kerr saw like De'Aaron go back in, he's like, Wiggins, go. Like yeah. if you're not in there, you got to go. Um, and it's just not an easy thing to, to do is score on Andrew Wiggins. And I know Wiggins hasn't played this high-level basketball in quite some time and was going to be on a minute restriction, but it's still, he's still a very good defender, um, and De'Aaron was just doing a better job. And then what I love about the playoffs, sometimes you see shit that you just don't see a lot during a regular mm-hmm. season. Like, we did not see a ton of Fox, Mitchell, Monk lineups throughout the season. Yeah. And in this game, you saw that a lot. Davion Mitchell is like, I have to be on the floor. He's going out there competing, but he's being aggressive too. And obviously, it, it, it's such a difference when he knocks down shots where if Davion Mitchell is knocking down some shots, win open, he's attacking, hitting the midi, hitting some threes, he's playing 30 minutes yep. because of what he does out there defensively. And what a difference it is, right? Like, I think the Warriors get in some challenging positions as a team sometimes when. They have to put like GPE two out there, Looney's out there, or Draymond. The spacing is just completely off because those guys just aren't offensive threats. And I think what Mike Brown has done a little bit in this series is like he's just not worried about those guys on the floor. And when you have two guys out there that you don't feel like you have to worry about, it allows you to take some chances a little bit defensively. There was a couple times tonight GP two was in the dunker spot. The help defense, oh the low God. man came over perfectly to seal it off, but. It, it, it wasn't, like, hard enough. It was just enough to have GP2 hesitate. Yep. And that hesitation buys you an extra second or two to let your other, the help come over Timing and rotate. Timing is everything. That, those little things go such a long way where, on the, the Kings' perspective, Davion has brought a lot to them offensively. And it's not just the scoring. It's about him getting aggr- being aggressive. I really do believe he's the type of guy that when he gets expanded minutes, he just plays better. Oh, yeah. But I think he's done just a great job showing that even in whatever minutes that he's playing, he's been able to find more and more confidence and be more and more efficient in his minutes that he is given. And that is exactly what you want to see from him, especially in this role. Another guy I really want yeah, to talk yeah. about, Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter in the mid-range game, when he saw Steph Curry was on him, oh my God, he went to work. He went to work, and it was just so nice seeing him seek out someone as the worst defender on the floor and take advantage of that. And that's, he played 30 minutes tonight. Herter had 15 points. He got into foul trouble, picked up that fifth foul. He was really frustrated about that. He was credited with two blocks to lead the, the Kings in blocks tonight. Six of 14 shooting. He's struggling from three, two of nine. The Kings of the team are just struggling from three right now. And I think if that's one area in this series, we can talk about how the Warriors will, will kind of spin this too. Sure. But the Kings have not had success from three yet. And I felt like tonight they got some good looks. Maybe rushed a few early. Yeah. But they had some great looks tonight. And maybe it's because they're playing their ass off defensively. They they don't have a lot in the show. I don't know. Uh, but HB hasn't knocked him down, and Herder's not knocking him down either right now. Yeah, and I, I get that. It's okay. I mean, as long as they're finding a way That's what I'm saying. To You're winning win. games. Yeah. No, that's been the most exciting thing. But then I would say the other thing, too, you talked about him being credited with two blocks. 
I remember one of those blocks. He came under the screen on Clay Thompson, mm. and he didn't. I mean, he did, wasn't. He was trying to go over, but had to come under. And again, it was the effort to get his hand extended out and block, get a piece of the ball when Clay was trying to shoot um, a deep three. And it was just like one of those moments where you're like so proud because. He's not the best defender out there, but he is a smart defender. He is a smart player, and he truly is the guy that will just leave it all out there. Yeah, the defense, I think, w it was just the story of the game for Sacramento. And I, I, I think even Steve Kerr was mentioning it after the game that, that, was, that they were the more physical team, that they were the team that was coming out, and they played really good defense tonight. So... I mean, if you're Mike Brown and you're hearing that, like, you, you had one of your best defensive games of the year in game two of a yeah. playoff series when the Warriors really wanted to get the split here. Yep. This is so significant, and you should be fired up if you're a Kings fan. It doesn't mean the series is over. I'm like, I was talking to someone before the game, I'm like, they could be up 3-0 in this series, and I'm, I'm going to be concerned because of, who those guys have 100%. been. 100%. Like, they are the beast. The Kings are trying to slay the beast. And sometimes you got to be careful. You think you got the beast and yeah. you don't. And the best part, though, for Sacramento, I was talking to you about this on the way down yeah. to the game tonight. Like, Mike Brown has all these challenges for his team. Whether it was, hey, this five game. We got to win the five game sample sizes. But the other thing he would bring up is like, and getting to the all-star break and being in the playoff race, yeah, that's easy. Then after that, it was like, oh, getting into the playoffs, that's the easy thing. Now it's, oh, winning your home games on your home floor, when you're the three, that's like, yeah. But what I'm, my point to all that is, he constantly challenges. So these guys know like, oh, yeah, he's saying early yesterday, this series is going to get harder. He's not ever allowing his team to get to the point where they can ease up. I, I think they understand like the importance of we have to keep playing like this. It doesn't matter if there's four minutes yep. to go in the fourth quarter. And our whole lives we've been told, slow it down, milk the clock. No, we push. We play with that. And if you're tired and need a sub, tell us. But we, we push. We push. Let's go. Hey, tomorrow we should um, rewatch the game. And that's how we should uh, do. Yeah. I think that would be super fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan's voice is completely like gone after the last few days of doing a lot. I mean, we've done a lot of broadcast. I was thinking about this last few stretch Friday yeah. night. We did the live show. Okay. Where you all, we, we talked for a long time and sure. then you sang. Sure. Uh, and then talking in loud environments. Yeah. Your voice is just not in a good spot. What right happened? Now. Hey, what? you just have one of those voices I can go. I mean, my mind sounds a little raspy too. Uh, and I think part of that, let's talk about this. And then we'll, just so you know, for those people listening to the audio of this tonight, we started our stream, had the largest live audience we ever had, the internet crashed, and so we had to restart the stream, and it took a little while to get that going again. So our plan is to release another podcast tomorrow. We're going to do another live thing in the morning. We can collect our thoughts and, and go a little deeper, Maybe more and get some tea, get that voice better. Um, game. But what I want to talk about, though. Yeah. The fans. I mean, again, I, tonight I was kind of looking around, and I'm like, man, is it going to be as loud tonight? It just felt like a different vibe. I know it's a few more Warriors fans in the crowd. Sure. Which, not surprising. And I was like, yeah, 
you know, Saturday was perfect. It's perfect weather. It's a 5.30 tip-off. First playoff game in 17 years. It may not be the same. Morgan, that place was amazing tonight, especially at, uh, with some of these plays late. Weaving his way inside, crossover move, scores on a drive to the right side of the lane. He got the defense leaning left, suddenly shifted gears, went right, went with his off right hand and converted. 15 for Fox. And then how about late in the game when they sealed it? The Kings will go the length of the floor. 12.8 to go. Inbounds to Fox. He races away from Peyton. Now he's challenged. He finds Sabonis. Put the frosting on the cake. Put the cherry on the sundae. Sabonis with a two-hand flush makes it 114-106. Desperation three missed by the Warriors. And the horn sounds to end this second game of this seven-game series. And the Kings take a 2-0 advantage by a final score of 114-106. to So many things look to be working against the Kings, but they were able to come back after the score was tied twice in the fourth quarter. Opened up a four-point lead with four and a half minutes to go. They end up winning it by eight. The final score is 114-106. Wow. What a call by the legendary G-man, Gary Gerald. Looking ahead to game three, you're wondering what other changes could be made. We'll talk about that in depth on the next podcast we do but Wiggins was back in the starting lineup tonight he had some nice moments really was starting to look like he could knock down a shot but again late in the game he looked gassed looked like a guy that's still trying to find his game shape uh Jordan Poole is another guy he only played 15 minutes tonight he was questionable with the ankle it's clearly an issue for him right now and I think he's trying to fight through it give him credit but he was a mess out there and uh, he was throwing the ball everywhere he just couldn't get anything going and on a night where Steph was 9 of 21, 3 of 13 from 3. Shout out to the Kings for that. Clay was 5 of 10 from 3. Kind of got hot late. 7 yeah. of 13 overall. Wiggins 9 of 19. They're getting nothing really from their bench. GP gave them a little something offensively. But if Poole is not healthy in this series, that's that takes another creator off the board. And that's, that's beyond damaging for the Golden State Warriors. And then... Who knows what's going to happen with Draymond for game three? I don't know. This is going to be interesting. I can't wait to find out. Game three is going to be epic. It's an immense challenge for Sacramento. But the whole goal now over the next two games, get one. Get one. Get one. Get the split. Get the split. You just need one. You get one. You come back. Game five at your building. Golden one center with a chance to eliminate the defending champions. Understand the mission. Get greedy. You just you should want for the sweep. But we're... Trying to be more realistic there. Be realistic. What are your final thoughts? Um, One, I am excited to talk more about going into game three tomorrow. I really am. I'm excited to look back at tonight's game and really look at just certain defensive possessions by the Kings because I think there was some real special defense being played tonight. And when I look at that, I want to see if it's sustainable, you know, to carry on, um, especially with the way that they push the pace on the offensive end, right? You saw tonight, they're getting a little bit of a break, not having to play till Thursday. So I'm excited to see what this Kings team is about on the road in the playoffs. Well, we have a shit ton of content coming your way. Make sure you are locked into this channel, youtube.com slash at Deuce and Mo. You can find us on Spotify and uh, the Apple Podcast Store too. We appreciate your guys' support. Back at it tomorrow. We love you guys, but we gots to go. You all have a wonderful rest of your night. See you tomorrow. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.